Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. I am a small fishing legend because that's the only kind of fish I've been catching the last couple of weeks is little ones. Lots of them, but little. Boom. And good morning. Welcome to the Frenzy. Hey, we're going to start things off, I think, with Russ Francisco, right? It is. Hi, Russ. Good morning. Pretty good. Uh Uh-oh, you're outside again. I'm going to uh, take about two seconds here, put this down, shut it off for a minute. You got a bobcat working? Yeah, I got my skid steer. We're unloading trailer full of ice tents, so just got her done. So you know so that's interesting. Some people like yeah. interesting how some people call those skid steers and some call them uh, bobcats. Well, it depends on where you grew up, I guess. I grew up in a cat uh, cat family, so they're skid steers. Okay. First one of those kind of things I saw was a bobcat. I was working construction, moving dirt, bringing concrete, moving rocks, hacking trees. And when this guy drove up with that skid steer, Bobcat, I, I, I laid down and cried. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yep, good equipment, boy. It makes life easy. I used to unload all those tents by hand. <laughs> I had uh, a project in my yard this past week, and uh, Ole, neighbor down the way, has got a Kubota. And I said, you know, to myself, my wife, I said, we could get this done real quick. Call Ole. He zipped down there in about 15 minutes, and 30 seconds later, we had the project right side up like it was supposed to be. <laughs> let's buy it. Amazing. Let's buy yep. a tractor. Well, yep. let's get to the fishing. Uh, my fishing yeah. has been catching a lot, but they sure have been small. Yeah, some it, you have to move around to find big fish. I, I've seen pictures from some folks up uh, a little farther north, uh, up by Vermilion, and uh, and then over by Winnie, and they've had some beautiful 27, 28, 29-inch fish, uh, but only three or four. And then the next day, it's all, you know, 12-inch fish, 13-inch fish. So you're in the right place at the right time. But it's, uh, it's a little more spottier than it was this spring. Although fishing is good, though. It keeps you busy, and crappies are big. Northerns are big. Yeah, that's, that's been a big uh, I've seen a lot of pictures of big northerns. Uh, nice, nice lake trout coming out of the lake. A uh, little bit shallow on salmon lately, but, but it was really good. Uh, but a lot of those fish, those big fish that are catching have hit the rivers now. That, that was the end of their lifespan. So they'll hit the rivers and spawn, and, and, uh, and that'll be that. How many years do they actually live? Well, there's, there's all kinds of theories on it. You know, in Lake Michigan, it's pretty consistent, three to four. Here, they can be three to four, and then and the DNR tells us even five mm-hmm. because they grow so much slower. And, and but, geez, the fish were huge this year, the coos and the and the and the chinook. So, uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, and the lake trout are bigger than usual. Uh, a lot of nice sized fish, and, and so that was good. Walleye fishing was excellent. Uh, the big fish were really prevalent for a while. Now, yeah. the river's got a lot of smaller fish in it, but but still a good a good time. Uh, and and, uh, and people are still going. And Mother Nature hasn't given us uh, really cold temperatures yet, so everybody's still yep. playing, playing summer, so so are we. So we're converting things at the store a little bit on the lower level than outside, but the main part of the store is all geared to fishing. People are still rigging boats and stuff. It's sort of fun in September when, when they're still playing spring and summer. Yeah, I was playing in my boat yesterday. Uh, it was like 80 degrees in the driveway, black driveway, and man, was it hot, but worth it, because you could get a lot of work done. Didn't have to keep warming your mittens. 
Yes. This is, a, you know, we always talk about that. If you're going to put you, if you know you're not going anymore and the boat's sitting outside, yeah. this is a great time to put it away. Uh, everything goes together better. Oil flows better. I mean, everything's just better. If you're uh, if you're already done and you're thinking about fishing, ice fishing, uh, it's a good time to pull your tent out of the corner and see if the mouse had it for, mm-hmm. for lunch or, you know, whatever like that. So uh, see if there's holes in it and things like that. We can get patches on it. All the, all the glues and everything we have work better in warm weather. Uh, and even buying new tents, a few people have been buying new tents because they go together easier when they're out in the driveway in the sunshine rather than trying to do it in 20 above and in and, and smaller areas and in the corner of the garage or something like that. So there's a lot of things you can do this time of year. Uh, it just depends on where you are in the season. Tents. I see a lot of tents, and I'm seeing more and more, I guess I'd call them ice castles. Um, how how yeah. pricey are those things? Depends on what you buy. You know, you can spend 12000 you can spend... I, there's one that was in the show last year down in St. Paul. It was a hundred thousand dollars. You know, ah. yeah, it had fireplace in it. Had everything. It was just like a motorhome on wheels for ice fishing. It's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, it had all the all the TV screens in it, so you could hook up uh, yeah. one one unit, and everybody could look at it in different screens throughout the throughout the trailer. It's pretty funny, but it's uh, yeah, it's come a long ways. Um, a lot of people are buying pop up tents this time. It's happened last year too. They're buying pop up tents like we use for ice fishing and using them this time of year for hunting, camping, things like that, and get double use out of them. They they're easy to carry around, and so it's um, uh, that's that's been popular too. Last week you mentioned you didn't. You were a fishing store. You didn't have any hunting equipment. I beg to differ. You've got some wonderful boots and jackets and mitts and things that fit right yeah. on the hunting right. stand. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people are buying those right now. Knee-high yeah. boots, especially. You know, it got it got dry again. You know, so for a while. Uh, squishy and and muddy, uh, but it got dry again, so it's just uh, unbelievably dry. Uh, and so it's uh, uh, we'll have to see how that plays out with the leaves and things like that. But people are getting a few grouse, and they're they're uh, they're going out four wheeling. Uh, a lot of folks uh, going back into into uh, lakes that are tough to get at this time of year, and and uh, mm-hmm. running canoes back there and and fishing fish in those lakes. So it's 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 a good time. It's, we're having a good run of it, a lot better than last year. Uh, so it's uh, it's 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 great. So we'll keep running special. A lot of stuff out there we've talked about. You know. A lot of that uh, stuff that they're coming for next season is piled up, and they've shipped it already. So Sharky and I have been putting it out and, and selling it now, so you can save a lot of money on stuff, electronics too. So there's lots of neat stuff happening. So we'll, we'll get all as that Black Friday stuff comes up, we'll put it out early and let everybody hop on it and, and see what they uh, see what they think. We're, it's amazing how many people are buying boats right now. They're finding used boats, good yeah. quality used boats, yeah. and they're rigging them now so they're ready to go for next spring. So that'll be a good time. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are your hours at Marine General? Uh, we're open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday, marinegeneral.com, all the time. And if you have any questions at all and you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-777-8557. We ship every day. Beautiful. Nicely done. Russ Francisco at Marine General. Uh, Lake Superior's had a few record fish this year, Chinooks and, and others. I haven't heard of any <clears throat> inland lakes in Minnesota or Wisconsin that have set record catches for the various states. I'd be curious. Maybe that'll come in here in the next few weeks here as, as we get going. Um, besides, I can't read it anyway. Oh. <laughs> I'd let you do it, but yeah. All right. No, I'm pretty sure I would have heard about it already. <laughs> uh like to welcome one of our longtime listeners who uh, my wife ran into, and uh, he says, tell Rick hi. So, Greg Turgill, Greg, appreciate you listening. Thank you. Keep your line tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan.
Have you ever seen the rain? Why? Creedence Clearwater Revival. If you haven't, you'll see it this weekend, probably. Way too much. <laughs> now that's not nice when we get a whole weekend of I know. poopy rain. But we need the rain, can still. Say, can you say poopy on the radio? Most places. Huh? Can you say poopy on the radio? Well, you did, so I guess we can. I didn't. Oh, all right. <laughs> not great. Pat Kukul, good morning. I heard that. I did say it, didn't I? Yeah, I, I apologize if that offends you. Or <laughs> Take a lot more than that to offend me these days. <laughs> well, yeah, different people. Hey, but, uh, on the other hand, um, man, this is great. Uh, we've had up and down in the weather, but really, it's all been pretty good, don't you think? Yes, I certainly yeah. agree. Uh, anglers, yeah. hunters, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are happy. This is the happiest people have been all year. It's, it's great. I will tell you that last Saturday, I was sitting in my hot tub about uh, 8.15 in the morning mm-hmm. with my rubber ducky, and I heard two shots shortly after 8 o'clock, and I figured, that's got to be grouse. And I talked to the fella, he said, yep, a lot of grouse, and they're in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there's also been a real resurgence of people interested in waterfall hunting. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the ant, which we, you know, we didn't have a lot of ant or what, but everything is, is just good to see. It really, really is. So that's that's all good. And, uh, yeah, everybody is generally happy for a change. <laughs> One of the things about hunting is, well, how do we say this? It's the same with fishing. You need somebody to show you the where's and why's, and hunting more than probably fishing, don't you think? Absolutely. But, you know, I have this story about fishing. My father was a farmer. He worked his whole life, retired when he was 76. Mm. He went to the Northland College and took a senior fishing class. Mm. Yeah, and he was out there fishing. I mean, he's... One thing about my dad, he was always willing to learn because there really wasn't anybody to ask. He's seventy six. Yeah. So, so you know, it's, it's not a bad idea with with with, uh, with anything like that. It's a good idea. That's a really yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, uh, he had never fished before. No, no, just too busy. You know, maybe. Uh, you know, I can say this now, a little sucker spearing fish trick, but kind of ended. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm good to say this now. He's been yeah. gone a long time. But, yeah. Yeah, but no real, like the fishing line. No, he's never done it. Uh, oh, what college? Did he go to college, you said? No, he, well, he went to Northland College. Yeah. I had adult classes, senior classes, as they, you know, many colleges do. Oh. And that's where he went. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I, I think Jim Knapp taught a fishing class at UMD for a while. Yeah. Hockey yeah. Coach. I mean, it sounds weird, but really, why not? You know, why do we have seminars? How many adult people that have been fishing forever go to seminars? They're just learning more. More and more. You know, when we have the yeah. sports shows and stuff. Yeah. And there's still, those fish still are smartest, right? Uh, mostly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mostly, but they, they like yeah. me because I let them go most. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that going on, too, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we are in a, we're in a grouse season. Uh, what have you heard? Uh, I've heard happy people, yeah. not about missing, which has been a lot of that, too, uh, or young dogs that don't quite get it yet, but that's all part of it, too. <laughs> you know? yeah. Look at it and go, I ain't doing this right now. You know? yep. So that's always, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. So, yeah, we've heard a lot, and mostly good reports. 
mostly good ones. So, you know, and, and with, uh, looking down the road here, you know, product-wise, mm-hmm. um, God, we've got a pile of socks in. I mean, that sounds, you know, a lot of socks in. We, we're, we handle muck boots, but we don't handle all the lines. We have three or four lines of muck boots, and, and uh, we're getting more sizes in after all these years. I mean, that's we're real happy about that. I've got the hunting vest out in orange and camel and getting some more hunting clothes in. So it's all good. Remember when pink was trying to be popular? Yeah, that didn't go too well. No. Um, uh, that was, and I get it, you know, but really I didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and nobody else did either, apparently. Apparently not. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I get it. It's a safety thing. And orange isn't becoming to everybody, but it stands out. It's certainly better than the old red-black plaid. Which blended right in. I, yes, and then there was a green and black plaid too. Oh uh, yeah, Jesus. even worse. Even worse, yeah. And the old thing's been worn for thirty years. You mm. couldn't see that, yeah. so yeah. we'll just stick with orange, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of people buying rifles. A lot of people who are doing a lot of scope mounting. Um, it's yeah, it's been everybody's. It's been good actually, and we're here to help any way we can. Uh, we uh, can answer most of your questions, and if we can't answer them, we try and find somebody who can. So, so what are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? We open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 5. Beautiful. Thank you. Pat Kugel, yeah. you finished right on time. It's 9.30 at KDAL Duluth Superior. Getting footloose this morning and fancy free. Uh, good move. Kenny Williams. Good movie. Oh, good movie, too, yeah. I forget who was in the movie, but... Johnny Chalster, I think. I don't know. Okay. If All he's right. going to sing, he better hurry. Oh, yeah, here we go. No, I guess not. Never mind. All right, heck with it. There he goes. Right. There he is. Thank you. Johnny Chalster, good morning. Good morning. So I stopped off and gave you two cookie tins. Yep. Filled with uh, stuff. That may date back to the 30s. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, that should have been uh, dropped off at the Smithsonian. That's some uh, antique equipment. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's from my wife's great uncle, John Alderman, from Boston, who, uh, with among other claims to fame, um, um, was, was on Cast Lake the day the muskie went wild. Have you seen that picture? Uh, no, no, I haven't. There's a, they've got a like a clothesline pole in the backyard of somebody's cabin, and there's like eight, eight or ten muskies, and he was in on the eight or ten muskie catch. Oh wow! Cool. Some some of that equipment there was was in on that. I, I figured I, I didn't want to throw it away. It's it's lead. You could melt it down into something yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, but. Yeah, some of those small those big uh, sinkers in there were like like twenty ounces, and I thought, is this ocean equipment or what's what's going on? It uh, might be, but, yeah, but he, back in the, the back in the day, all the equipment was really heavy duty, and that's really heavy duty. I think they used an oak branch to drag it through the lake. <laughs> but yeah. he has done. He did uh, in his retirement age uh, fishing off. Coast of Florida, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. If you can use it, if not, give it to your friends. 
Yeah. Well, they're, they're uh, uh, conversation pieces anyway. Yeah, they are amazing. I'll get you melted down into small sinkers. That'd be all right. Yeah. No, we'll leave them as they are and let people check them out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So getting back to reality, how has fishing been up your way? Yesterday, with the with the nice weather, it felt like a summer day, and and people were acting like it was a summer day. We had we had a busy day. There was a, a lot of people that have not yet put their boats away, and that's a it's good for business. If as long as they're uh, fishing of some sort, we're we're still keeping the doors open. What are people buying for bait? Uh, a lot of chubs went out the door yesterday. A lot of people buying crappies. Yep. People fishing the uh, crappies over on Fish Lake and heard of some nice crappies coming out of Boulder as well. Boulder Lake. Well, that can't be too deep then. No. No, I think the, the, the crappies on Boulder and probably some of the couple of semi-deep holes about 10, 12 feet. And, and the ones on Fish Lake probably about 15 feet in the narrows. Perfect. Yep. And that's that's where I go. I remember a time uh, when I first moved to town, my little three-horse motor on my 12-foot boat over by the, I think we called them the high banks or the steeps or something like that. Yep, yep, high banks. And uh, it seemed like the uh, all the anglers there, might have been six or eight of us, we got in a circle and we went very slowly round and round, around <laughs> the wheel. Your turn. Yep. Okay, now he's going to catch fish. Now he's out. Now it's my turn. I catch fish. I move out. It worked perfect. Yeah, cool. Until yeah, until the school's gone, and then it's then it's quiet for everybody. Yep, and uh, I don't know if we wiped them out. Where did they go? We looked all over for them, couldn't find them. Yeah, I don't know. Some, sometimes the bite just the uh, bite turns on, and the bite turns off, and when they decide to stop eating, uh, it might be a day or so before the bite comes back. But it's. it's it's all about being in the right place at the right time. That's yep. fishing. At the right time. That's it. you got to go often. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The more you're out there, the better the chances are you're going to be there when it's the right time. That's it. Yep. Uh, archery has just erupted. Boy, Johnny, you picked the right time to build that archery equipment area. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, The range has been pretty pretty decent, and there's, there's uh, still... People coming through and and getting their their older equipment serviced and uh, a few new bows still going out the door every day. So it's a it's it's been a it's been a, a good fall for that and and it doesn't hurt my feelings that it's been warm because I know eventually it's going to cool down and uh, and we'll just uh, the the longer we can spread this fall out the, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah, yeah. Um- I had a neighbor uh, next to me, a gal, asked, I think she inherited or received uh, some archery equipment, but there was no string on the bow, and she wondered what to do. And I said, take it to Charlstrom's. But she wanted to know what is, what that, that string is made from. Yeah, um, bow strings over the years, they've uh, kind of like, with fishing lines, there's like the the old fashioned standard dacron that everyone's familiar with. But mm-hmm. uh, 
since then with uh, kind of like with the spider wire and all the different fancy newer yeah. premium lines um there's those new strings the materials available for the guys that build strings has really opened up and uh we deal with a guy from uh, from tamarack archery who who uh, custom builds strings and yeah and he's got different names for all the different materials i'm doing a bow right now and the material is called uh i think um m99 and i'm not even sure what that means but uh, de- definite uh, there's there's some real new high high test fancy string material out there that doesn't stretch and is uh, super durable and that's that's what we need on these speed bows wow m99 yep sounds like a highway in england yeah a, yeah you bet yeah or canada so uh she can just bring this up, and you'll handle it from there. Yeah, yeah. You bring in your old bows, and uh, and we'll we'll research it out and figure out what it needs for for strings and cables, and uh, and and we'll, we can get that stuff ordered up. Is there anything on the bow that would say this must have a X five? Really, it really, really depends. Oh. You know, there's a lot of compounds. If the original sticker is still on the bottom limb, it will have a, a String and cable lengths, but uh, um, some of the, the real old antique wood ones, there's nothing on them. We just take some measurements and then we start trying things out till we find a proper fit. Perfect. Okay, now back to fish. What are we using in the lakes up in your neighborhood? Um, mostly chubs and still a few people using the crawlers. Yep. And. Uh, um, uh, there's definite people now that we're getting into the end of September. The musky guys are coming in and they're looking for the biggest decoys that I can find. And I, I, uh, I, I got in six gallons of decoys off the bait truck yesterday. So we will have decoys for the musky guys for probably the next couple of days until they buy me out. Now these are live fish. These are almost fish these big enough fish. to eat. These are these are these are fish. These aren't minnows. These, yeah. these are these are like <laughs> pound and a half suckers. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Smokers. Yep. Um, hunting season's underway. Have you had any animals in for processing? Uh, processing so far, I think we've had eight bear, nine deer, one roadkill moose. And uh, that's that's been our season in the butcher shop so far. And what did you do with that skunk in front of you out on on? Uh, the, the, it's it's still sitting out there. <laughs> oh, good. I think we're <laughs> going to start driving the, another the, route because that thing. When the wind's from the north, yeah, it's <laughs> it's close enough to the shop we can smell her. Johnny, thank you. Oh, what are the hours? Uh, bait shop opens up every morning at six. Archery opens at nine. We close them both down at eight and seven on Sundays. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Again, a big howdy, and thanks to uh, Greg Churchill, who's been listening for years. Love to go fishing. Let's give it a try, buddy. Coming up on uh, 9... Oh, my watch just... (laughs) 9.42. Thank you. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Yeah, you're really nice.
school and Beatles. <laughs> that would be a Junior, I guess. Yeah, 64. I had a guy in class ask me, what do you think of the Beatles? And I said, who? Oh, boy. And then by the time I got yeah. home the next then, afternoon, I yeah, knew about the Beatles. They exploded. Uh, back on the frenzy, Dave Miller, Northwest Outlet. You remember the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do, and you know it was kind of like, like coming from from the, uh, the the good old crooning days into the current future. Back in junior high school, I think it was, and it was like, oh my gosh, you know, hey, this is kind of good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had, yeah, they had some good stuff there. Yeah, they got a little yeah. crazy towards the end, though. I had to turn them down a bit. Yeah, well, it's just an evolution. Talk about crazy. Try to listen to the to the current music nowadays. <laughs> so, Luckily, we've got options. It's called uh, tape decks and CD players, and KDAL yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. But it, there's still nothing like the good old uh, AM radios, and yep. you know, I kind of like the AM side sometimes. But then there's the FM, and but then there's getting outdoors and turning everything off and enjoying it out there. Yes. So, you went right that's, to the right to the uh, subject. <laughs> that's the best part right there. And, and gosh, I'll tell you, you know, just heading out to the cabin a couple of days ago, and or yeah, a couple of days ago, and 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 starting to see the color changes. And and there, I mean, it's early, it seems like, but there's there's some absolutely gorgeous colors out there right now. Oh. But there's spots, you know. There's, yeah, there's spots, and and it's like. Well, it was, who knows, it was yesterday morning, I guess it was. My wife went out rowing on the lake, and the lake was just calm as could be. Oh, beautiful. And and this is like at, uh, I don't know, 7 or 6, 30, 7 o'clock in the morning. And and so the sun was coming up oh. and reflections on the water. And, oh, man, it was it just, it was phenomenal, you know. And, and so, yeah, getting outside right now is a really good thing. And, you know, I was just reminded here, uh, listening to the show, that, that you know, now that the small game season and different stuff is going on, mm-hmm. wearing orange, if you're out hiking, if you're getting going to the mailbox, whatever, if you live in the country, it's starting to not be a bad idea to just make sure that you're really visible to anybody else that's out there hunting, maybe. Even when you're walking to the mailbox. Well, yeah, it's like when you live out in the country, I mean, like for us, the mailbox is a, at, the, at the cabin, the yeah. mailbox is a, a half a mile down the road, so yeah. you're, you're, you're getting a nice walk, but it's just not a bad idea. And then, you know, like like I always remember um, starting out in Fond du Lac on a hike on the Superior Hiking Trail, and, you know, nice hike. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it worked, but anyhow, we get to a sign that says, you know, um, you're leaving the city of Duluth and um, hunting season is going on, whatever. And, you know, please wear bright colors and stuff. And, yeah. and I looked and well, none of us had really bright <laughs> colors on. And I, I thought, well, let's just give it a run anyhow. And gosh, we weren't maybe a couple hundred yards past that sign and kapow. And it was, you know, it was probably a quarter of a mile away, but it was like, you know, maybe we're going to go back to the car and take another hike. <laughs> yeah, let's take another road. Yeah, that's <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, it's kind of cool. I don't know if you have them over there. I hope you do. Uh, orange on the inside and uh, semi-dress on the outside. You know, um, I I have not looked at the stuff. I know that the blaze orange is out because I saw it, but I, I haven't had my hands on it yet to, to see what's there. But we always try to carry a, carry a nice selection of stuff. But it, 
it's also you know now it's it's the it's the the hunters that are getting out and the, the hunting boots. I mean, we got a mm-hmm. really great selection of those, the like waders, you know, guys that are going out duck hunting and stuff. But but now when I look at the store, it's like this is the last couple of days of the of the summer clearance sale stuff going on, and after that, it's going in boxes because there's more and more stuff that's coming in the back door that we got to get out for for people to wear. But it's it's like switching over to the socks. And 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 two, it's not the just the guys that are hunting, but it's the guys that are working outside. It's the folks that are out hiking, doing whatever. But all of the smart wool and and uh, darn tough socks and the accessories. This is a time of the year where you got you need compasses, you need waterproof matches, uh, survival blankets. You know all of those little things. And and I always think of the the young hunters that are went through their hunter safety class and getting out and. Now is a, a really good time. I, I like talking with them if they come in the store and yeah. they're looking at stuff about how to use the compass and 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 some of the little tricks that go on so that they they know what they're what they're going to need when they're out there. So we we got those all out. Well, I'm the guy who about six years ago got lost <laughs> in the woods. Don't ask me how to read that compass. I really yeah. don't know, honesty. Uh huh. Well, it's. <laughs> It's it's kind of like you got a north south and an east west, and I don't care about the little stuff in between. But <laughs> some, sometimes not caring about the little stuff in between makes you miss that curve in the road, oh. and and you you got a long walk on past that curve. Yes, so it, it, yeah. it it is important, and and uh, and it's you know it's picking out an object that's a good long ways away and heading for it. Because when you're working yep. your way through the through the thicket, you know, or through the woods, you're never going in a straight line. So you got to have something to focus on. I believe the dog, and she lied to me. But we got to wrap it up. So what are your yeah. hours at Northwest Outlet? So we are open uh, Monday through Friday, nine until six. Saturday, nine to five thirty. We're closed on Sundays. Um, folks, you get outside and enjoy the weather, enjoy the colors, get the kids out. There's still ticks out, so make sure you're tick checking yet. And everybody have a great weekend here. Thanks, everybody. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Yeah, it's probably to uh, Steve Miller Band and oh, yeah. Swingtown. We're going to Swingtown. I think they play the arena. And I, I wouldn't my doubt boys it. Went there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've been around for quite a while. Somebody who wasn't around was Matt King, apparently. But well, we can't reach Matt. I but know. if Matt King were here, hopefully he'll reach us before the hour's <laughs> over. He's at Fisherman's Corner. Hopefully he's working, <laughs> bringing in some new bait and uh, lining up musky lures and things <laughs> like that. But he's also got a great supply of hunting equipment. Ah. Uh, if you're interested in anything from top of the head to your mitts to your feet and all the jackets and pants in between, stop at Fisherman's Corner and say. Uh, the, the frenzy scent. There you go. See, what do you have for hunting equipment, Mr. Strandberg? I used to have a twenty-two, but I don't anymore. I think my son absconded with it. Ah, uh, uh, bolt action or? Yeah, it was uh, what semi-automatic? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a twenty. I think I got it at a holiday store. It shows you how long ago that was. I got mine at Sears. <laughs> yeah. Everything I owned was from Sears. Unbelievable. Go buy your uh, ammo and uh, yeah. guns at Holiday. Yeah. Well, amazing. I guess they still do Things that. Don't I don't think so. I think a lot of ammo is sold anyway. Oh, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, 22s are more target. Yeah, it was just for plinking. Yeah. I go out on the weekends and shoot cans at the dump or something back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember. Maybe she, some rats if any show their faces. Exactly. Yeah, we had a dump uh, not far from our house. Yeah. And, uh, rats were pretty gutsy. Even <laughs> though their brothers and kids and everything uh, were being yeah. shot at, they seemed to ignore you and beg to be plinked. All right. Let's uh, see who's on the phone. Hi, who's this? This is Matt. All right. Matt, Matt. you right. We're just talking about you. <laughs> I, had my, I had my phone in the truck and I was out. In the back of the truck, anyway. <laughs> All right. You're working. Yes. Oh, you're out of breath. Take a deep breath. Ah, <laughs> there you go. So how's fishing been up your way, Matt? Uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, guys are uh, doing pretty well. We're selling a lot of big minnows right now, you know, a lot of light pike and sucker minnows. And uh, we got in some uh, uh, heavy northern, too, for those musky guys. And... Uh, but, you know, this time of the year, those walleyes, a lot of them bigger walleyes, you know, they like those bigger pike minnows and stuff. I have to admit, we did catch some pretty good-sized walleye and uh, smallmouth bass on the big minnows. Yeah, those things, they'll gobble them up, too, for sure. They, I yeah. mean, bass get such a, you know, a good-sized mouth, they can eat a, a pretty large fish. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, lakes? The guys are gush. Guys are starting to go after crappies around here, too. Um, it's a little, you know, I don't think they've quite set up yet, but uh, um, they are, some guys are going out after them. Uh, you know, essential would be a good depth finder or fish finder, whatever you want to call it. Once you see a good school, hang around there. Absolutely. Uh, and with the electronics today, you can, uh, you can find these fish pretty easy. Um, you know, with all the live scopes and different things like that, it makes it uh, makes takes away a little bit more of the guesswork. Yeah. Have you upgraded to the real uh, new stuff uh, for your boat? So I, I've upgraded my graphs, but I have not upgraded to a scope yet. I am going to here uh, pretty soon, though. Um, I'm going to use it for ice fishing, and then I yeah. will have one on my walleye boat next year too for walleye fishing now what will that be what what brand uh lawrence okay um the reason i stick with that is uh lawrence came out with a new transducer too that is uh pretty operable i'd say to garmin um garmin's probably still the leader but i have always ran lawrence so i know how to operate them pretty easy and uh, they're pretty user-friendly so that's uh that's the route that i took well i think that's a pretty good route yeah, I think they're, uh, you know, Lorenz is pretty good. You have one up front and one at the console. Yeah, so I actually have three. I got yeah. one up at the trolling motor that we use. I use just for the trolling motor, yeah. you know, when that's down. And then I got uh, two in the back, uh, one for GPS and one for the graph. Did you put one in the way back so that your wife or kids can look at it, you know? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I got, uh, on my Big Lake Superior boat, we got three there also, too. Uh, one in the front, uh, two up in the front, one GPS, one graph, and then one in the back that reads uh, it reads the transducer also. I know that can be a little expensive when you're adding all those machineries on there, but it really helps. Not only is it keep keep the young kids quiet because they're looking for fish, but they can also see the fish. And say, hey, Dad, there's a school of fish. Didn't you see it? 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Extra pair of eyes. No, so there was uh, this new graph uh, when I was up in Canada fishing. Um, it was it was really good on reading. I mean, when there was fish there, we were catching fish, and uh, when there wasn't fish there, you know, the the bite was not there. Yeah. Um, and I could see, you know, I could see where they were really stacked up, and you could then, uh, you know, get over them and anchor and and uh, jig them, or you know, just uh, mark those spots so you keep uh, trolling right into that same spot. And you've got all that equipment right there at Fisherman's Corner of Pike Lake. Absolutely, I do. Uh, come on up and check it out, uh, and we got everything you need. Uh, and we can, if we don't have it, we'll order it in and get you set up. And uh, got some great deals going on right now, uh, especially uh, Benelli shotguns, uh, seventy-five dollar to fifty dollar in-store credit, and uh, I got Saint Croix rods, uh, uh, twenty percent off select rods that are, uh, you know, this year's model that are. They, they've changed the model, but I got them uh, at 20% off. You don't see that very often for St. Croix rods. Nice going. All right. All right. Keep a tight line. Get back to work. Yeah. You have a good weekend, yeah. Rick. See you later. Bye-bye. I'm done. Dave's done, too. <laughs> We're all done. Bruce Siski next on KDAL Red Afternoons.